we can do hard things. You know, I crossed the volcano marathon and it was awful, it was really hard, and we can do hard things. And whatever it is, like in, in your job, in your family life, in your, your workout, like get through, you'll get through it. And when life doesn't go your way and you, and you get knocked down, get up gracefully, you know, and just say it. It's every single time you fail, it's a lesson. What did I take away from that? What can I do better kind of thing? So, but believe in yourself, take chances, and th that's the most important thing for me, and um, you'll go far. What's up, guys? Hannah Donnelly here for another episode of On Her Mark, a podcast where we sit down with female athletes, fitness professionals, and women in sports to learn their stories and their why all in an effort to find inspiration and celebrate those blazing trails for the next generation. If you're looking to chase an audacious goal, step outside your comfort zone, or really just try anything new, all the inspiration you'll need is right here in today's episode, because joining me is the legendary Becca Peasy. Becca is a two-time world marathon champion. That's winning the challenge of seven marathons in seven days on seven continents, twice. She has run over 100 marathons, including the six world majors and one in all 50 states. Her most recent was the Volcano Marathon in southern Chile, where she secured the women's title with a new record for the new course. She is from Belmont, Massachusetts, and still lives there today. That's where she started the Belmont Track Club, where she meets people every week for track workouts and routes through the town. It's also where she founded the Becca Peasy Foundation. It's an organization that awards high school student athletes scholarships. They have awarded over $60,000 of scholarships so far. Really incredible. And she also hosts the annual Becca Peasy 5K there. So a great way for her to really interact with the community and get people moving in her beloved hometown. While still racing this year on the road, she explored a new sport this year, triathlon, even earning an opportunity to compete in Kona. Yes, that Kona. And this was her first full Ironman. So pretty incredible, really, really cool. And today she shares more about what training and competition in tries has looked like for her, how it has impacted her training schedule. She even gives us a glimpse of what a typical week looked like for her. And man, you guys, she is dedicated. She was willing to give up that sacred Sunday rest day to chase a crazy goal. We talk about the importance of setting those big goals and chasing them regardless of the outside noise. You guys, she says, let the haters hate, prove them wrong. I And I love that. And she also shares the one mindset trick that has helped her achieve every goal so far. And we can't not talk about her latest training buddy, Bruins legend Zidane Chara, yep, all six foot nine of him, is running with Becca. She shares how they got connected and what it's been like spending the last year training him, training with him, and racing with him. You guys, they have such a fun relationship. She gives us a little glimpse of that today, and they have no plans of stopping anytime soon. And finally, we learn what's still on Becca's bucket list. I didn't know there was more, but... There is. <laughs> and I have no doubt that she will accomplish it. So you'll want to stay tuned to hear that. I won't waste any more time. Please welcome Becca Peasy to the On Her Mark podcast. Becca, 
Rebecca, you are hot off the racetrack this weekend, literally the racetrack, Daytona. How are you feeling right now? It was an unbelievable experience. I've watched NASCAR so many times in Daytona and to be on racing on Daytona track was surreal. And this was a triathlon. Yeah. We know you for all your marathons and running. And triathlon is a new sport that you're dipping your toes in. It's brand new to me. You know, I was finishing the 50 states this year and I'm looking for new goals and I had an opportunity to run Kona. And I thought, I'm gonna go for it. I called the race director of the Boston Marathon, Dave McGilvery. He has run Kona nine times. And he's like, you're an endurance queen. Like, go for it, you got mm -hmm. this. And and I went for it and it was incredible experience. And during, you're kind of like, all right, this is a one and done. But then you cross the finish line and as you enter the red carpet and they say, Becca Peasy, you are an Iron Man. It's addicting feeling. So I came across a couple more and I'm really enjoying my new sport. Okay, so many questions there. Your first, your, I'm sorry, your first triathlon was an Ironman? Um, I had a couple of practice ones, okay. smaller ones, triathlons, sprint triathlons, just to get really used to the transition areas. Yeah. And I had all summer to swim at Castle Island and different lakes, Walden Pond, and then I got on my bike and kind of went for it, but the first full was an Ironman in Kona. What was the atmosphere like? Because I think people, like Kona has such a reputation for being just like the pinnacle, but also this like community. No one does it better than Kona. Yeah. They have every single attention to detail accounted for it. And it was amazing to be there. The vibe was a little intimidating because I was like, these people look so fit. And it was, <laughs> and, and like, I, I did, I kind of felt intimidated and I don't really go into the marathon feeling intimidating. I kind of mm -hmm. feel like I belong there, but I worked really, really hard three months of training two sports a day. So I was running and swimming or running and biking and biking or swimming for three solid months, um, seven days a week. So I, my mind was prepared, mm -hmm. but this was the first time ever. It was just the women's race. Well, that was kind of an awesome experience. And, but, but I just said, don't worry about everybody else, just do yourself. Just worry about yourself. Yeah. So swimming and biking, which one, is there one that you prefer over the other? <laughs> Neither, I prefer, the, <laughs> I prefer the run, I'm a marathon runner. Um, the, the swim happens the fastest, but you're, you're in the ocean and it's very salty. It's so beautiful, you can see the bottom of the water and you, these barracuda fish are just going by and you're like, this is really, really awesome. A little different from the jellyfish in, in Castle Island yeah. and, and the grossness, <laughs> of, but it was absolutely beautiful. So every time I thought I'm very lucky to be here. So I just kind of powered through the swim, um, probably came out like dead last. Like I was like, didn't, I mean, I did good for me, but it wasn't definitely um, one of my, but I felt like I definitely went my furthest distance, like 2.4 miles is so far Yes, for a swim. So yes. I, I was swimming. What I didn't really realize is that you can't, 2.4 miles, you can't see the turnaround. So you're, you're like, I'm just gonna swim for 15 more minutes and you can oh. see your watch very clearly in the ocean and, mm -hmm. and you pop your head up and you're like, I still can't see the turnaround, which you can't miss. It's a huge ship that you yeah. turn around and I'm like, I can't even see that. But then you see it and you're like, yes, I made it. And then you're swimming and then you turn around and, and you can't, your adrenaline kind of takes over. Okay, okay. And so you're no stranger to kind of these crazy athletic endeavors, right? You've done the seven marathons, yeah. seven days, seven continents, not once, twice, won it, yeah. twice. Yeah. So what is it about these 
these adventures and these endeavors that excites you? I'm drawn to like the ultimate test of endurance and strength. And my daughter's my biggest cheerleader. She turned 16 today and she's like, mom, yeah, you got this, you can do it. And to have her support is, it means a lot to me. And then all of her friends, I have half of my followers on Instagram or her, is her <laughs> school. And they're like, Coach PZ or you know Taylor's mom, you, you got this, you can do it, we're proud of you. And that makes me feel really special. So I love doing it for them and my daughter. And I love to travel and I love to run. So getting to do these things that I love to do, I feel really lucky. And so running has been a part of your life since you since you were little, you started running with your dad, right? When you were like six or seven. I was six when I ran my first 5K and I loved it. I got into the car and, and I won my age group because I think I was the only one in my but age no group. No one needs to know that. Yeah, so no I did not know, know that. that at the time. I had no idea. I'm like, so wait, if I run, then I get all these sweatshirts and, and backpacks and all this stuff. And my dad's like, yeah, kind of like in a, in a nutshell, that's how, how it works. If yeah. you win and you do good. So it's brought me through high school and college and around the world. And I love it. I love where it's taken me. And the people that I've met has have been, it's been so fun. How have you connected with the running community? Because I think a lot of people, or, or people who maybe are outside of it, um, look at it and say, well, it's an individual sport, right? You're running by yourself. Yeah. But once you start and you meet people in it, you're, it's like instant connection. So how have you met your, yeah. your running community? So it's, there's the elite who, who you just kind of bounce ideas off of each other and you go back and forth and, and it's been, awesome to for that but my favorite favorite thing is somebody says I ran my first 5k because of you and I'm like wow and um, then they run a 10k and then a half marathon and a marathon but I love to help people so if anybody's looking to run their first 5k or half marathon reach out and and I always say use the buddy system get somebody that will train with you or support your goals and tell the world what you're doing you know if you're going to run your first 5k hey i'm going to do my first 5k who lives in this area or who mm. wants to come cheer for me or and, and you'll you'll see it can take you very far but i i love the running community they're loyal they're supportive they're funny runners are very funny people <laughs> pretty much anything goes there's no topic we haven't covered <laughs> all of my friends so it's 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 great well, you're spending a lot of time with them when you're training, especially yeah. if you're training for marathons and triathlons. Like, yeah. it's not a it's not a 20 minute run no. that you're getting. You have to have you're out conversations yeah. to fill <laughs> hours. Uh, we we cover it all. One of your new running buddies, Zdeno Chara. Everyone here in Boston knows him, and I'm yeah. sure across the country. How did that happen? He's the best. My friend Ben, um, who I helped train for the Antarctica Marathon, reached out, and he's like. When he called, I helped him train, and then he called me. I'm like, you doing another marathon? What's up? And he's yeah. like, no, I have a friend, Zidane Ochara. I'm like, the Bruins player? I'm like, okay, sure. I'm like, he wants, and so he's like, he has some running questions. So I met him, and I kind of was like looking at his Strava, and this was in January of last year, and I was looking through his Strava, and I'm like, you, you're like a solid athlete. Like, you, I know you're a phenomenal hockey player, but you, <laughs> you're a good good athlete and you're you know you have gone on a couple runs I said what do you think about running the Boston Marathon he's like when is it and I'm like or April it's in April do you want to run it and he's like oh my god I would love to do you, do you think I can do it I'm like based off of your endurance and in and your willingness to put in the work I know that that you can do it so I called the race director Dave McGilvery I'm like I have a new friend that is thinking about running in the Z and he's like, big Z? Oh my God, yes, have him call me. And, and he wanted to run for Team Hoyt, who, 
who has been a huge part of my life, Team Hoyt, and he raised so much money for them, and, and um, it's, it's he, he absolutely crushed it. He ran 3.38, and it was like a personal parade for Z the whole time. Yeah. People were wearing his jerseys and hats, and it was really, really exciting. And I worried that the next marathon wouldn't quite be like that, mm -hmm. but it was. Like, he's so loved, and, and, he, and he's such a coachable guy. Like, anything you tell him to do, he does it to a T, and he follows yeah. it, and he gives 100%. So it's been really fun. He's coming off of five marathons this year, and so he hit the ground running, and, he, and he's every one he gets progressively faster. So he's already done two majors, and he's going to be doing the majors. We're heading to London this this April. So, and he's and he's very good at triathlons. He did the half Ironman yesterday in Daytona. Invited mm -hmm. me to go too. And he lapped me like he just <laughs> and his his biking he's going 25 miles an hour like I I can't even like grasp how it's so fast and he crushes it in the swim and run so we both love it we'll be heading to Miami in March too so he's he's so fun he's a good friend and when you travel with him it's really fun because he's yeah. high fiving kids and the same with on the course he's high fiving he's a Boston everybody loves him. Mm -hmm. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. What is it like to see, as someone who has done, how many marathons, how many? 107. 107 marathons. What is it like to see it through his eyes? Fun, it's so fun. He, it's the same thing, like, how can I do this better? Yeah. I wanna get faster, how can I do this better? And you incorporate different ideas. And when he crosses the finish line, all of his photos, if you notice, he's like got his hands up in the air and he's got the biggest smile and it's really fun to be a part of it. I love that. And so, okay, so 107 marathons that you've done, you mentioned the majors there. So for, for non-runners, the, the, the world marathon majors are the six major marathons in the world, right? We have yeah. um, Boston, Chicago, New York, Berlin, Tokyo, and London. London. Mm -hmm. You finished them this I did. year. Yeah. Um, Tokyo was your final mm -hmm. one. What was that like for you? As someone who has already accomplished so much in so many crazy marathon feats, this is one that it was bittersweet because that was like I have all these big goals and then I have little goals in the big goals. Mm -hmm. So it was it was bittersweet, like that's it. And then I thought, do another round of it. You know, <laughs> so you've already done Boston and you've already done New York and just I I am drawn to those these marathon world majors are the most prestigious marathons out there. They're very well organized and I really enjoy them. And, mm -hmm. but crossing the finish line in Tokyo to finish the big goals and same with Kona, you're like, it's, it's kind of like, now what? You know, so yeah. to find the now what is really hard, you know, so. The, the marathon blues or race blues or things yeah. like that are a real thing. Yeah. You know, you, you work so hard, you have this goal, then you do it, you're on this high. And then the next day you wake up and you're like, well, what, what am I doing? Yeah. How do, you, how do you deal with that? I try and find something right away for the okay. next, e even if it's a 5K, a local mm -hmm. 5K, that I can just go in and run fast, or I'll choose something. Like I just chose Houston 
this January for something to do. You know, I don't want to be without a goal. I think it's important in life that you have a couple goals to keep you accountable. How do you set those goals? Like, how do you decide? And then do you, are, do you write them down? Do you put them on a wall? Like, how do you? So every marathon or race that I go into, I have two goals. On a perfect day, I'm gonna run this, and then I have a backup goal in case that A goal isn't going so well. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gives me something to do, but I always go for it. You know, once I start running in the race, I'm like, I didn't leave my daughter. She doesn't travel really well, so she oftentimes to stay home, except for she came to Daytona and she put the um, medal around my neck and it like made me cry. I was yeah. like, wow, she was just so happy to do that. And then she, for my 50th state, she held the finish line banner with my dad. So I won the race and, and I look up and my dad and my daughter are holding finish line tape and I was like, again, like crying. I was like, this is real life. Like I, I get to live this life. I feel really, really lucky. That was really awesome. But um, having goals, setting goals is really important for me because I don't want to just go into a marathon and say, oh, I'm going to do my best. I, I need something that I can just keep chipping away at. And mm -hmm. it gives you something to do, too. It gives you something yeah, to like, do. Like yeah. run a marathon yeah. every few and, weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like that's why. And then, like, I have the mentality of, like, again, like, I left my daughter to be here. Or, you know, I'm oftentimes when I'm traveling and racing, I run about 13 marathons a year. I'm missing her soccer games and her... Um, track meets and and I want to ask myself are you doing everything that you can be doing right now to win this race or to hit your goals and then and then I notice when I ask myself that I can I can give a little bit more it seems like you have a really solid why yeah and it sounds like it's your daughter and it's yeah. your family yeah and she's your biggest cheerleader yeah I'm and when you won the <laughs> the um, seven marathons and seven continents in seven days she got to announce to her school yeah why is it so important for you to have, to be that role model? Because some people might say, well, I don't want to miss that soccer game. Yeah, it's a fine line. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that's it, giving it your all. And I always, I never, ever, ever will go to a race without her permission. Like, yeah. I ask her, what do you think about this? And uh, unfortunately or fortunately, she's like, mom, you got this, you can do this. Yeah. But I noticed the pressures a lot on her. You know, like, and when I was struggling in Antarctica, um, during, you know, it's very, very hard to run Antarctica Marathon. It's absolutely freezing and you're running on a glacier, which is ice. And, you know, I just pictured somebody telling her I placed second and her feeling like gutted, you know? So I, you, these thoughts go through through my mind and during, but she, she is, I feel so lucky to be her mom because she's so supportive. And if she wasn't, or if she, she does struggle, sometimes she'll call me and she'll, Mom, I miss you. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do, I'm coming home, I'll do my best. But she's so loved, my, we live in Belmont and my parents live upstairs for me and my brother lives next door. So someone's always around to help her out. But it's gonna be hard when she heads to college in two years, you know, because who knows? I mean, who knows what she'll go and what she'll do, but, but I will definitely miss her living in the house. Yeah, and I love that she's such a big cheerleader for you yeah. and that support and she's so proud of you and excited yeah. to tell people, right? That like, my yeah. mom's a badass. Yeah, like that's exactly <laughs> how it is. And she'll come home with these stories of, you know, you beat this one's dad in, in the Boston <laughs> Marathon and, and all these fun, like, or this coach said this about you today. or And then yesterday she was in Zidane Char's post when he posted about, mm -hmm. and she's like, mom, so many people came up to me and were so proud of me for being in his post. <laughs> and so when I travel with him, I'm like old news, but yeah, yeah but she, she is so supportive and, and she's so funny too. She's like, it's all in your head. I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm really, it's not my <laughs> I, I really don't feel well, but she's like, you know, the way that I coach her, you know, and, and the way I coach her is 
she runs a race or she has a soccer game, get in the car and I'm like, what went well today? You know, and she'll, yeah. she'll tell me and then I kind of sneak in like, what do we need to work on? And then she says it yeah. and it's not coming from me. So she's like, oh, I had a bad second lap in, in the race or I didn't, I was sloppy in the second part of my soccer game. And I'm like, so she, it's, her, it's her words. And that's and, the coach, that's like the coaching, the growth yeah. mindset, right? Because yeah. every athlete, I mean, you talked about it with Chara, you talk about it with yourself now with your daughter. It's just like the, the want to improve and the yeah. want to get better. And right. I think that that goes, that's a lesson in sport that, you know, goes in everything in life. It goes yeah. in school, it goes in work, it goes in in life. It's very true. Um, so, okay, so you mentioned that when you were training for Kona, it was seven days a week, you were doing mm -hmm. two sports a day. What does, and I'm sure you get this question a lot, but what does a week of training look like for you? So it's up to 100 miles per week. When I'm in my peak, it's 100 miles a week. Otherwise, I, I like to be hover at like 50 miles of running a week. And then I have my track workout days, my tempo runs, my long runs, a recovery run. So I'm running, I, I like the six days a week works for me. And Sundays, Sundays I like to be totally off, mm. except for when I'm training for Kona. Then you're like, all right, I got a 60 mile bike ride or I'm biking to Maine. And you have to be creative with, with 100 mile bike rides. It's, it's very long. So mm -hmm. um, you have to kind of come up with different routes. And, and then in biking, uh, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and swimming Tuesdays and Thursdays. And every day for, for, for three months. Because I, I had so little time when I was offered the bib that I didn't want to go to the starting line in Kona feeling unprepared. Mm -hmm. I almost would rather be a little bit tired than like unprepared. So, because I, I wasn't budging on my Sunday runs. And my friend mm -hmm. Scott's like, you got to get over not running, working out on Sundays. Like that's a huge long opportunity to, to run, to, to get a big solid bike ride in. And I'm yeah. like, forever in my life, Sunday was my no work day and my no run day. So mm -hmm. I said, okay, I can do this for three months. Get, yeah. That's no problem. So. <laughs> So, okay, so when you're training, are you doing this in the mornings, midday, in the evening? What does that look like? All of it. So I, I tried to, as I was approaching Kona and Daytona, I tried to get it all in back to back to back, do those brick workouts where you do the three sports mm -hmm. in a row. But life happens, you know, sometimes. So Taylor will have to be picked up from school or something happens. And I do, I coach the high school and the middle school cross country teams and you have to be done by this time. But I try to like work everything in back to back to back. And being from New England, like it's the weather sucks sometimes, you know, it's like, it's very cold or it's very, you know, we're approaching, approaching, well, I'm gonna be training in, in Miami. I have to put, go on to my bike trainer so that I can mm. just get in a good workout on the bike. Yeah. But, but I enjoy it. Like I love it. I sleep well at night, yeah. you know, when you're working out so much, I eat a lot of food. We call it second dinner. Yeah. <laughs> second dinner is a real second thing. Second dinner. <laughs> so I, I mean, you get to eat anything you want and try, but I do. Um, okay. And so do you have any, you mentioned tempo workouts, you mentioned track, mm -hmm. long runs, recovery. Do you have a favorite workout and a least favorite workout? I don't like mile repeats. I feel like they just take forever and I never hit the splits that I want <laughs> on the mile and mile repeats. So those, we do four by one mile. So those are kind of with the one mile warm up and a one mile cool down. I love, we incorporated, I, I started the Belmont Track Club and we have mm -hmm. tons of members. And so there's always somebody to run with and it's totally just free and everybody runs on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And there's a great group of runners and we started Hills to Tempo. And I'm like, okay. why would I want to do that? Like hills and tempo in one run and it's 10 miles, but it works. So you warm up and then you 
going through the Arlington Hills and you're doing hills and then you start your tempo. And that kind of like happens a lot in a marathon. You know, you're, yep. you're warming up and then you're, you maybe progress over some hills and then, and then you're like burying as many miles as you can. So that works. That's hard too, but that works. But it's a fun hard? Yeah, it's a fun hard. Like you feel like you cross finish line, you're like, okay, I or you, you're the run and you finish and you're like, okay, well that was a great training cycle for me. So that's oh my I, gosh. I like to do that one too. I mean, hills, hills, hills are a love-hate relationship so for a many. lot of people. I mean, in a marathon, <laughs> they kind of um, break up the marathon for me. Yeah. Mm. One of the things is that being from New England, I can run in any conditions. Like sometimes mm. people can't run in the heat and they can't run in the cold, but it, Luckily, being from New England, it's not a factor, so that's good. And you have the experience of running in Antarctica yeah, as cool. well. Yeah. How many times have you run that? Three times. Three times. Yeah. So then when you come back to New England and you're running like a typical winter day, is it like, oh, this is breezy? No, because <laughs> I don't have my gear. I never wear my, oh. I, pa I pack it away for some weird reason. I should just leave it out, but I always just, I love it. Like my Antarctica gear stays in a little box and I'd only bring it out for Antarctica, but I, when I'm running Antarctica, it's negative 20 degrees. It's absolutely freezing. And you're like, I'm never gonna complain about being cold ever again. <laughs> and then you land in Boston, you're like, I'm so cold, I don't, I don't like this. But I never, people are like, I'll never cancel a run. I will never ever cancel a cold weather run because I have a gear. So, mm -hmm. but I don't ever run in it. So I'll be like mile four and I'm like, I can't feel my fingers. And they're like, where's your Antarctica gear? I'm like, in my bag. Yeah. So I should <laughs> start bringing away it out. for another yeah, time. I'll probably bring it out. I'll start bringing it out, but. I, okay, okay. So biggest lesson, what is the biggest lesson that you have learned from your running and athletic? Believe career? in yourself. I think it's so important. When I go into a race, I'm like, I'm gonna hit this time and I'm gonna you know, run this, win this race. And I, I probably have more faith in myself than I should, but I, but I work really hard. You know, I definitely put in all the work that I can possibly be doing. So I kind of tell myself, you're gonna do it. You know, but if I don't believe in myself, oftentimes my goals are so big that people are like, they tell me, they're like, there's no way you can do that. That's impossible. And I'm like, so it's hard to hear that, you know, and. Does it motivate you? Um, yeah. I can't tell you how many comments I've read on, on Facebook. I'm like, hold your tongue. I'm like, because watch me do it, you know, and that's exactly what happens in, in even I coming off the Volcano Marathon this year and people are like, she's from Boston. There's no way she's gonna, I want it, you know, and that's, and, that, and you, you think about these comments in your head and I'm like, don't respond, don't respond, you know, and mm -hmm. hope that my daughter doesn't see them and oftentimes she doesn't, but, or, you know, I'll flag it or, but, um, they do motivate me to do, to, to win it or to run faster or harder, but people can be, Really rude, but believe in yourself, you know, and just stay focused and mm -hmm. put the work in. Do you do any mental training to get you through these? Um, what I do is I, I envision over and over, almost every single night, crossing the finish line. Mm. And, and I want my arms up in the air and I want to like finish and have the best possible race. So I, even when I'm racing, I just say like, and I go through like a tougher period in the race, I just say, Think about the finish line, crossing your finish, crossing the finish line with your hands in the air, and it will get you through it. Mm -hmm. So you think you go, you go almost, you skip the hard, yeah. the hard stuff, mm -hmm. and you just go to like that's what I'm going for. Exactly what I do. Okay. Yeah. And then if you break up the run, like in a marathon, I'll do 10 mile, 10 mile, 10k, mm -hmm. and then I break that up a little bit. And in the first 10 miles, I'm kind of warming up, and then the second 10 miles, I'm running the pace that I want to be, that my target pace, mm -hmm. and then everything you have left in the last 10k. It kind of breaks up the, the thing, but I think it's important, really important to take chances in life. Mm -hmm. Like, 
my dad was like, what if, what if you don't finish? And I'm like, well, what if I do? You know, and he's like, okay, go for it. We support you. When I tell my parents my goals, they kind of stress out a lot. They're like, why? I'm like, because I, I want to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. I want to make history. And you are. Yeah, I am. And you have made history, yeah. and you will continue to make history. Right. I and, have no doubt about it. Yeah, and that's how they are. They're like, you know, and my parents, like, they're so protective. And, you know, and a lot of the stuff that I did, one thing, a big thing I did was during the heart of ISIS. And so they were wicked stressed out about it. And, and I was like, I'm, I'm protected. I promise you I'm safe. And mm -hmm. I just I like big goals. There's no problem with that. Yeah. We like big goals too. And I love how you talked about earlier having the big goals, but then having the little goals within them because yeah. sometimes the big goals for people can get too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But if you have like the little things to chip away. Yeah. So that leads me to, is there anything on the athletic bucket list that you haven't checked off yet? Yeah, de definitely the run across America. And the world record is 56 miles a day for 54 days. And that's over two marathons a day for 56 days. And I'm definitely gonna go for it. Probably wait till my daughter's in college. It depends upon where she goes, but that will be my biggest feat. And even to cross America on feet, it's, it's been a dream of mine for five years. And I figured, okay, get Kona out of, do Kona, which was also a huge goal of mine and finish the 50 states. So there's almost nothing left, you know, finish the majors and the 50 states and the volcano marathon and run North Pole so that I can lay it all out on the table mm -hmm. and just go for it. But that's gonna be really hard for me. But it takes a village, you know, and yeah. the people from Boston will be incredibly helpful. And, and it will be so awesome. I, I would imagine that there will be people running along with you. Yeah. You've built this incredible community, global community, Becca, mm -hmm. of people that will be there to support you along the way. So I have no doubt <laughs> yeah. that you, will, you yeah. will be able to do this. Yeah, it's fun. I have friends in every single state. Yeah. And so I, I just want, I, Dave McGilvery, he's done it twice. And he's like, you got to go for it. You'll do it. And mm -hmm. But I, I'll do it. I can't wait to do it. I think it would be really fun. And again, like to cross America on feet, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, so final question, I ask everyone this, do you have a mantra that helps you get through the hard workouts or light when life hits you? It's more like we can do hard things. You know, I crossed the volcano marathon and it was awful. It was really hard and we can do hard things and whatever it is, like, in, in your job, in your family life, and your, your workout, like, get through, you'll get through it. And when life doesn't go your way, and you, and you get knocked down, get up gracefully, you know, and just say it. It's every single time you fail, it's a lesson. What did I take away from that? What can I do better kind of thing? So, but believe in yourself, take chances, and th that's the most important thing for me, and um, you'll go far and, and challenge yourself. You know, I think if you sign up for something, go, go for it. You have nothing to lose. So sign up for the 5k or go for, you know, that job interview or whatever it is that, that you're looking to do. It could change your life. And I know I said the last question and I'm, I'm known for doing this, but one <laughs> final question is I've heard you say before that you can't believe that this is the life you're living. Um, when, when you look, when you take a second and you look at all that you've accomplished, you look at the success of your daughter, um, of your daughter, your husband, uh, you know, what goes through your head? I feel so lucky and blessed. I'm, I'm living this dream life. And I say to people, I'm living, how are, they say, how are you? And I say, living the dream. And I honestly and truly feel I have my health and I feel very lucky to be living 
the life that I love so much, you know, and even being able to give back, like I have my foundation, we've given $60,000 in scholarships, I have my 5K, and again, it's like when somebody says, it's my first 5K, it, it means like so much to me, or, mm -hmm. you know, I've run my first marathon because of you, or what's another funny one is like, when I went through hell, I thought of you, because <laughs> I know that you've been there, and I'm like, oh, thanks. But, you're like, thanks you know, for the follow-up yeah, on like, that. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, and you're like, where's this going? And it ha that happens a lot, like, if I can do it, I can do it, you yeah. know, and, and, and so that's why to give back to me is, it means a lot to me, mm -hmm. so I feel lucky. Was this the dream or is this far, far beyond anything you could have ever dreamed? Far beyond. I never ever thought that running would take me to all seven continents and to give scholarships. And when some, when I give a scholarship and somebody sends me a t-shirt from their school, I'm like, wow, that really meant a lot to me. And mm -hmm. for you to even think to send me the shirt, it, it really is, it means so much to me. So. I never thought that running, and every single year, I'm like, okay, how am I gonna top last year? <laughs> and and I just figure out a way to do you it. find you know, a way. Yeah, find a way, and maybe there will be a time when I don't, or you know, when I, I incorporated triathlons, that's been really fun, because mm -hmm. tries are everywhere, and I, I enjoy it, but yeah, it's, it's really been a dream life for me. Dangerous, but <laughs> at times, but <laughs> that's how I kind of live YOLO lifestyle. Yeah, I love that. Well, Becca, thank you so much for taking the time today and congratulations Thanks. on all of the accomplishments <laughs> so far and all that's, that's to come. Thanks for having me. Wow, right? Wow, wow, wow. I have no doubt that she will tackle running across the country, and I can't wait to see her global community come together, run with her, cheer her on every step of the way. And the one thing, I mean, there's so much to love about Becca, but one thing I love about her is that she has done all of these incredible things, truly accomplished some unimaginable achievements, Yet she's just like me and you. She is just as excited to learn that someone has won a marathon as she is to learn that someone laced up for their first 5K. She is so real. She is so encouraging. She's so approachable. So if you see her anywhere, you guys go up, congratulate her, chat with her. She'll give you training tips. She is just remarkable. So if you want to follow along with her adventures, if you're not here in Massachusetts, check her out on social at Becca Peasy. P-I-Z-Z-I. -Z -Z and remember, stay locked in on all things on her mark on social by following MVCS Boston. And I'm over at underscore Hannah dot Donnelly. That does it for me today, guys. I'll catch you guys next time.